Welcome to this episode on Kieran Carson's Belfast Confetti. I'm going to talk you through the basics of language form and structure that you'll need to know for the exam. So starting with language, we've got lots of language that links to destruction. Um, frequent use of violent verbs, for example, burst, and adjectives, for example, broken. And all of these work to reinforce the impression of devastation that the speaker sees. We've also got language that links to punctuation. Now, you guys know that punctuation normally links to structure. However, here we've got a scattering of punctuation words throughout the poem. And this helps to convey a sense of the poet's complete loss of control. The examples of this in the poem are when he says things like raining exclamation marks, fount of broken type and hyphenated line, a burst of rapid fire. Um, that last one where he talks about the hyphenated line, it's as if the punctuation is almost a weapon. So the bullets have become the hyphenated line. And this brings a sense of terror instead of order that punctuation normally brings. Finally, to do with language, we've got lots of chaotic language. Um, so we've first of all got unanswered questions, for example... What is my name? Where am I coming from? Where am I going? And this emphasises the speaker's confusion. We've also got lists of objects that make um, it feel overwhelming and makes the speaker sound overwhelmed. So, for example, nuts, bolts, nails, car keys. Um, and it just creates a feeling that he's surrounded by noise and chaos. Moving on to structure. So... Uh, you'll notice that the poem starts with the word suddenly, which, as you guys know, is an adverb. Um, this, this creates a feeling that we're starting in the middle of the action. That's called starting in media res. And the poem itself actually never really reaches a conclusion. Um, this imitates the speaker's confused memories of the events. The poem is also written in two stanzas. And you'll notice that the first stanza is written in the past tense and the second is written in the present tense. This shift creates a sense of immediacy and shows that the confusion in the poem is ongoing, so the speaker doesn't ever really come to terms with what he's seen. Finally, I'm going to talk to you about the form of the poem. Now, rather than remembering quotations for this, just remember that it's written in irregular line lengths, there's lots of incomplete sentences, he uses lots of sejura and enjambment, and all of this gives the poem a fragmented feel, and it reflects how the speaker is struggling to think clearly. The lines appear broken. If you look at the sort of length of the lines, they're all different lengths, and this gives it a broken look. And this mimics... Um, how the speaker in the poem repeatedly reaches dead ends when he's attempting to flee the violence. Thank you for listening to this episode on language form and structure in Kieran Carson's Belfast Confetti. Next up is an episode on the context of the poem, which one you will need to know for the exam.